All right. Welcome, everyone, to a, another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I am your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And with us pretty much again, as always, is our marketing director and one of our other coaches, Jen Waybor. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Adam. It is morning where you are. It is. Where I am and where our guest is. We have a really cool guest for you guys today. And uh, she is admittedly a touch nervous about this, although we certainly won't hold that against her or make her feel any more uncomfortable than is absolutely necessary. Uh, but please welcome to the show, Beth Shale. Good morning, Beth. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good. All right. So... Um, I know that Jen had explained a little bit about how our process works, how we uh, go through uh, months and months, if not years, of uh, vetting and attracting and entertaining uh, guests on our podcast. And we've done this for four years. We're just at about the end of our fourth season. Uh, we're booked completely through our fifth season, all of yeah. 2022. Uh, but are starting to put some guests into slots for 2023, which sounds mind-boggling to me. Um, and in response to that, Beth, you said that you had a really fascinating story for us. That there was <laughs> something about your background, and I am dying to know, so my normal leading questions might not get us to that point, but I'm going <laughs> to hope, I'm going to try... Um, give us a little bit of background. How did you get into this? How long have you been doing it? What in the world would make you think you want to be in real estate? It's, it's kind of a crazy story. Um, I have been, I think I'm about to, uh, hit my seventh year. Um, and so, um, 2013, I believe, um, my husband was laid off from work. Um, we were on food stamps, Medicaid. Um, we pretty much were at the point where we were starting to lose like our house. It was going to go into foreclosure, our cars. It was, it was just a, a not good situation. Um, and so a little bit more background. I, at the time had six kids and I had a newborn baby and I was homeschooling all of them. Wow. Um, and so I decided that I needed to do something. And so I started real estate classes and I truthfully fell asleep almost every night with a baby on my chest and real estate classes beside me. And um, it took me nine months to pass my exam. And um, my first year was, was actually, I, I got a listing like right away. It was a family member. Um, who trusted me enough to sell their place. But I was terrified to tell anybody that I was a real estate agent. I was like, I don't want anybody to ask me a question. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. So, so yeah, um, from there, it just it kind of boomed. And um, I, I don't have really any explanation other than it's the relationships that I build with people. And um, how much I, I try to um, show them that I care for them much more than just the real estate transaction. The majority of the people that um, I sell or buy a home with, um, they end up becoming kind of like friend and family. And so that's that's kind of why I do this. I, I enjoy helping people and I enjoy being there. And um, 
you know, through a pretty stressful time. And um, so now I have three agents that work under me. I'm in the process of building a team. Um, and my first agent that joined eight months ago, maybe seven months ago, is absolutely crushing it. And he is, he is just amazing. And he's taking all of the coaching and the tips and everything that I'm giving at him. And he's just, he's producing like crazy. So it's, it's, it's very cool to watch like the process. Is, is this somebody that's new to the business? He is, he's brand new. Um, he, I actually sold him a house. I think it was like almost, it was 2019. I sold him a house and I kept telling him, I'm like, you need to come sell houses with me. And, um, he got laid off at the beginning of 2021 and decided to take the jump. And so he's, he's killing it. I mean, he's just it, very exciting. My other two agents just joined a couple months ago and they're starting to implement a lot of the processes and things that I kind of encourage people to do. Um, and, and I expect that they're going to do great things as well. So, well, let's talk about that because that's a slightly different avenue to travel down than what we would normally be able to discuss, but I'm what, pretty good at that. <laughs> are you okay? You're, you're steering us off course here, but again, it's supposed to be impromptu. So, um, here we go. Um, what kinds of things are you uh, giving these people, are you putting in their minds, what kinds of tools, tricks, ideas, tasks, etc., that is making somebody seven months into the business, their first gig being working under you, which is a first for you as well, yeah. having such great success. And so our audience knows, and so you know, obviously, the process of uh, a real estate agent appearing on our podcast is one that's done with a pretty heavy vetting process. So we know, despite the fact that you're not brand new to the business, that you are successful, that you're producing at a high volume, far above average. And now we all know that it's this rampant success story that there was a time where you almost lost your home, were basically living on uh, you know, uh, welfare of sorts, um, whatever different programs there were, uh, kids running around your house like crazy. You probably can't even keep track. They still do. They still do. I couldn't keep track of half a dozen. It would, I, it's mind-boggling. So in all this time frame, you've learned so much. You've gained your own success. Your prodigy has gained it in as many months as it took you years is learning. What kinds of things are you putting out to these people? Um, I, I would say first and foremost, I, I coach everybody that it is about relationships and people can smell the money hungry check, you know, chasing real estate agents a mile away. They're out there. Even yes. some having success, they're out there. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, I tell people, I'm like, um, you know, to me, it is about, um, showing people I care and you know like to me it absolutely baffles me sometimes like people will reach out and I'm like I swore our kids were competitors on like a team and you want me to sell your house and they're like absolutely like you know and and I think people um people enjoy our story and people enjoy who we are as a family and so they they trust us and so I I tell everybody I'm like please be like 
just be real with people. Um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I'm a pretty fairly straight shooter. I'm not going to, you know, promise you the moon, you know, yeah, we're going to get our first offer accepted because in this market, it's really hard. Um, you know, so I, I think that's the biggest thing that I really try to encourage people is, is build those relationships. You don't know what a relationship built with somebody now, um, three or four years down the road, they might not buy in six months, but they might buy three or four years, you know, um, might so refer just, countless people in that time frame. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's, you know, I don't do any farming. I don't do, um, really any marketing other than like social media stuff and usually it's just quirky things that my kids do you know um so it, it's it for me i believe it's it is because of the relationships that we've built and established with so many different people okay um, there, there are a couple of really important pieces in there that uh, i want our audience to uh, latch on to one one of the most important things out there without equivocation is authenticity You've, you've got to be you. You've got to be really you. This is how people connect. This is how relationships are formed. The other yes. piece of that puzzle that you mentioned about your social media stuff is that while, you know, admittedly it's weird and quirky and those kinds of things, it's really who you are. You are big, really big, into your son's football team and we're sorry about the loss in the state championship game this weekend but what a big deal that your son played in the state championship game this weekend absolutely and, anyway sorry right and here's something that enables you to participate in an enormous group activity state high school football Here's an opportunity for you to do something that's really, really important to you, which is support your kids. And here's something that's really, really big that there are hundreds, if not thousands of other people that you're going to interact with over the course of a single football season that feel the same way, that have the same interest that you can make a connection with. Yes. That I, I just, I, I'm, I'm hoping our audience is picking up what you're putting down when it comes to how valuable that kind of community involvement, that kind of constancy and consistency, that kind of authenticity is going to be when it translates to your relationship business. Cause it is just that it's a relationship business, any way you slice it. Um, so yeah, I hope that our audience, cause those are big, big key points that you made, but yes, please go on. Um, you know, the other thing that, um, so in 2017, I, um, there's a company in Boulder, um, called skirt sports and they run a nonprofit group. Um, and that nonprofit group helps women, um, kind of embrace like a second chance at being active or having an active lifestyle. Um, and for myself, um, while everything was going very, very well in 2016, um, I was, I was very, very, very heavy. I still am a big girl, but now I'm active. Um, and what skirt sports helped me to do was it allowed me, um, to complete my first 5k wow. and it's 
an absolutely amazing program. They put you with a mentor um, and this person kind of guides you through a 5K. Um, there's a big celebration at the end. And um, for me, it became, how do I get back to that program? And um, while Skirt Sports was still in Boulder, um, I became a sponsor for these women. And I believe it was 18 months, I, I donated over $10,000 don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty certain that that was pretty close to that. Um, and so for me, it became, again, about building those relationships and making um, myself available to the community. And um, to me, I became one of the largest sponsors for that program. And one of my most favorite um, pictures is there's been a few of them. Um, every year they take a picture of all these women wearing purple shirts um, and you've got the mentors and you've got the, the beginners and to know that my financial donation and me giving public speaking, I mean, I've been on TV, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> like, you and yet know, you were nervous about doing our podcast. Okay. <laughs> I always <laughs> get nervous. <laughs> um, but you know, just, just the fact that I have been able to touch those women's lives and seeing the transformation of so many different women that have gone through that program, but then being able to tell my story of, I went through that program and really in 2017, like all my little awards on my wall start from 2017, where I just became one of the top producing agents. Um, and last year I was the top sales agent. It was when I was with Coldwell still. Um, but I was the top sales agent in the Longmont office. And that to me was such a huge honor, um, that I was so excited about. So, so yeah, I think it's all about relationships and, and, uh, supporting people. So obviously not the point or purpose. And I cannot express, I don't think we could ever verbally express what kind of personal satisfaction you're gaining from being a participant in the program, running a 5K, being a mentor in the program, helping other women achieve these fitness goals. But again, we're building relationships that have probably impacted your business as well. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I think that's a big deal. And it, how do I uh, express this properly? Volunteering is an amazing way to help your business. And I know a lot of people are like, I got it, just don't have time for it. But you carve out the time for it for a number of reasons. One, because it's good for you, because it's good for your community. Subsequently, it's going to be good for your business. But again, here's another opportunity for you to meet new people, make new contacts, build new relationships. And something like in your son's life where football is a big deal, where high school football is a big deal, you have something in common already with all these people. Either they've been through the program, they're mentoring in the program, they're donating to the program, they're participating in the program. So yes. all of the people involved in this, you already have a rapport with. You guys have something in common, something you're passionate about, something you share and I don't know that we could describe a better toehold to a relationship, Absolutely. which is eventually going to develop into something where people are going to ask you to help them buy and sell homes. Yeah. It's a byproduct, but it's a fantastic one. Yeah. 
Okay. So here are a couple of amazing examples for those of you either watching or listening live or in syndication. Beth has already given you two phenomenal examples for kids activities, for volunteer activities, for arenas where you could get involved with your community, start meeting people, building up your audience, establish relationships, further those relationships, because that is the exact kind of shit that's going to result in people leaning on you to help them buy and sell homes. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's been exactly what one of the big um, areas where my first agent who's producing is he did, he got involved with his city council. He uh, volunteers at a food kitchen. Um, and I can't tell you how many referrals he's just receiving from those people right now. And, and I told him, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like, he got out there, he's putting himself out there, he's following, like I, here's another tip, like I ask all of my agents, in addition to educating themselves and, um, you know, being involved in all these other things, I ask them to meet in person three times a week with somebody different. And whether that's coffee, whether that's dinner, whether it's lunch, I don't really care. Like you find a way to get three different people and you meet with them. Um, I, I tell them, I'm like, you will generate leads from that. You will. And, um, he's, he's done it, you know? So it, it's just, to me, it doesn't seem like it's, it's a difficult process, but then I realized nobody was telling me what to do. Um, I didn't have anybody there to guide me or mentor me or train me, you know? And so, um, that's, I think having that person there, um, who he explained it like this. He said, um, he said, if you see somebody who has gotten, you know, across a minefield, he's like, are you going to blaze your own path trying to get through that minefield? He goes, no, I'm going to step exactly where you stepped. I'm going to model and imitate exactly what you've done. He goes, because you've gotten on to the other side, you're successful on the other side. He goes, why do I need to create my own path when you can sit here and say, this is exactly what you need to do. Um, and he's, he's emulated it and he's doing fantastic at it. So, um, yeah, I have lots of, lots of little tips, lots of little things, but, um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, everybody can implement those small little things and it, it will help your business grow. We, we do like tips. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of, that's kind of our jam is uh, tips. No question. Um, and yes, I do think it's important that everybody needs to understand there's no need to reinvent the wheel. There are yeah. so many, I mean, you can't even really balance them. There's so many things that have worked like the things we're discussing here that have worked for the test of time. It's why the core coaching program still has, um, a lot of activities. Why the Ninja program still has a lot of activity. It's why some of my ancient historic coaches still have a lot of activity, despite you know twenty year history, because some of this stuff works. Um, I do think that one of the most important things that people need to understand out of what you're describing, what tips you're giving, what activities you're mentoring this guy through. Um, I guess we could call him by name if you want to tell us his name. His name's John Wargo. Okay, John. Um, well, John, you're getting a lot of props here, so, so hopefully that's a good <laughs> thing. my success but story. I have he, to. Well, you're your success story. 
But he's he's obviously following uh, right along. But I think what's important that he's learning that you understand, although we haven't verbalized it, and that everybody should know is that building relationships, building a contact database, building your audience, furthering those relationships, staying in touch with people, meeting new people, all of the things that are described in these tips that you're giving to him are every day for the remainder of your career activities. Yes. You've got to keep your eyes and ears and mind open to what it means to be meeting new people all the time, to be adding to that audience, to be adding to your contacts. Because your contacts, those are the people that you're going to continue to build relationships with. And again, an every day for the rest of your career activity, you've got to be contemplating, you've got to be running in the back of your mind, how am I furthering my relationships today? Is it more volunteer work? Is it more mentoring? Is it picking up the phone and having conversations with people? Again, the, the volume of tips that we could come up with that are going to satisfy those activities are virtually endless. Um, but I certainly do want everybody to understand that this is an every day for the rest of your career, probably for the rest of your life activity. These activities, I should say, finding and building relationships. Now, the ways that we're doing that are voluminous, whether it's picking up the phone or going to volunteer, going to that high school football game or doing social media work, doing a, a, a podcast, whatever the case may be. There are ways to connect, to build. And yeah, I think it's important that everybody understand how uh, important that is. That's kind of the whole gig here, guys. I mean, this is Lead Gen 101. If you are making and furthering your relationships through whatever means you want, whatever means makes sense, that's going to provide you that kind of success that you're looking for. And it's funny because the rest of this stuff, and actually we should probably talk about that as well, Beth, is almost everything that comes from that, everything that's a byproduct of that, is probably something you can pay somebody else to do. And I'm guessing, Beth, that you are, because it's probably not just you and these three agents. You guys have a TC, you have an assistant. Let's talk a little more about your team structure so that people don't feel like it's going to be too overwhelming when they're doing uh, 50 deals a year and their team is doing 100 deals a year, because, yeah, the four of you would kill each other. Yeah. You know, for for myself, um I brought my daughter on, um, so she has no interest in selling real estate. <laughs> so she's like, no, thank you. But her husband's on my team. So um, he's a, a, a Marine. He served seven years. So I think he's he's got the drive and the tenacity to kind of stick with this business and do well in it. Um, but yes, we brought my daughter on. Um, her name is Nina. And she runs all of our um, transaction coordination now. And I pay her separately as my admin. And she pretty much, I call her my password keeper because I yeah. can't keep track of my passwords. Jen. <laughs> yep, I know that line. <laughs> Nina and I would be friends. Yes. Yeah, you should be. Poor Jen. Poor Nina. Yeah, I you know, I would be lost without her. And she, she does all the work and um, we put together a once a year big Christmas party. And it had just gotten to the point where with my own transactions and John's transactions and you're mentoring brand new agents, um, I was spending a lot of time 
that truthfully I didn't have. I felt like something was kind of, I was losing time with my family. I was not being able to give my best to my agents. Um, and I certainly wasn't taking the best care of myself. So I was like, I have to bring somebody else on. And so I offered her a job. I said, we need a TC and we need an admin. And, um, so as far as for this big Christmas party that we put on every year, except for last year because of COVID, um, she like took it all and went with it. And it was amazing and a huge, huge relief for me because I love to have the Christmas party. I love to see all my friends and my clients and, um, and we have, you know, statistically, but had about 200 people, the 250 people show up at my home. So this year we were like, we need a different venue <laughs> because all these agents bringing their people. I was like, there'll be like 400 people. And I don't think my neighborhood would appreciate that. There, so. There's a parking issue right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, yeah, never mind what that looks like in your house. Yeah. <laughs> always is. Um, and so unfortunately we had to cancel and reschedule the, um, Christmas party this year. And that was due to COVID still being COVID. Um, one of our agents got really sick. Um, oh no. Sick, and then John's brother passed away. So he had oh. to fly out. My son went to state for football and it left one person to do everything. And I was uh, like, we can't do this, you know? Um, and the discussion was, I can't be my best for all of my clients. If I'm driving to Pueblo for a state game and then racing back and then trying to be there and be present for them. And, and I guess that would be the other thing that I, I always try to be very present with my clients um, because what they're going through is super, super stressful. And so the more we're able to, one of the biggest tips, oh, I'll give you this one. One of the biggest tips that somebody told me, and it was my husband, um, he said, people just want to be heard. He's like, they can be mad, they can be upset. He's like, but they just want to be heard. And so since I've been practicing that of just letting people vent and kind of take, you know, and I'm like, oh, wow it makes my like transactions so much easier <laughs> instead of me trying to fix everything, you know? Oh, that it's brilliant. Okay. So now you have to give us a little bit of his background. Where does, <laughs> where does that foresight, those epiphanies, where, where is this coming from? 24 years. That, that's where his epiphanies Okay. Are. That'll do it. He knows that you just want to be heard. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. He's, he's just very, um, He's kind of like quieter than me. If you, yeah, I mean, I'm like the social one and he's just a little bit more quiet. So, um, but he just, he gives me like those little tidbits every now and then. And then I'm like, oh, you're right. I don't have to fix everything. I can just let people be heard and let them know I understand that it's stressful. So, oh, so stressful. Yeah, it yeah. is. We have embedded ourselves in roles that uh, deal with that day in, day out. I remember years ago hearing that the, Oh, the top five stressors for an adult American are like buying a home. Yeah. Getting a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> right? Moving. <laughs> um, and then, you know, like a car crash and the death of a close friend or family member. Yeah. And if you guys want to work in, uh, you want to do a real estate transaction, this is obviously the general consumer. You guys want to do a real estate transaction, you want to get a mortgage. Uh, you're already automatically signing up for like three of the top five. 
So, yes, obviously enabling people to vent their frustrations, as it were, is an important piece of the puzzle. I just try to remind them again and again, like, there's nothing I haven't seen, heard, experienced at this point. And and I think we're, um, not to knock therapists, but I feel like we're their therapists sometimes. And of course so, we are. Yeah, I just, I try to try to love them and support them. And I tell them, you know, like I had one who was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm yeah. like, it'll be fine once you close. Nothing <laughs> is wrong with you. Absolutely normal. And we do joke with our clients on the mortgage side that look, there are three people you tell everything, your shrink, your lawyer, and your mortgage lender. Yep. Because those are the people that are going to help solve problems. If, if we know what the problems are, we can certainly work our way around them. But yeah, very cool stuff. Okay, so this has been an awful lot of fun, Beth, and I know it's very, very difficult to carve 30 minutes out of a really busy schedule on a Monday morning, so thank you. Um, and let's not shortchange our audience, what consumers do pick us up. How do these people get a hold of you? Um, you can call or text me um, on my phone number. Do you want me to give my phone number? Absolutely. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. It takes you two seconds to Google me. That's what I found out. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> um, but my number is 720-587-9330. Fantastic. Or you can find me at any Mead football game, but there's no more football games for right now. So. For right now, but uh, <laughs> year after year, we will certainly have more. I have five boys. We have a lot of boys going through that program still, so we're good. Wow. is will the, be there for a while. You'll be there for a while. Um, <laughs> is the one who played this weekend your oldest? Um, no, this was my second son. My He's a senior this year, so... Um, yeah, it, it was bittersweet that they got to go this far because last year they were kicked out because of COVID. So, oh. uh, yeah, this year it was, it was bittersweet and we really wanted to win, but it was beautiful. So very Exciting. cool. All right, awesome. Jen, what am I missing? I don't think anything, Beth, this has been great. Well, I, thank your you. story is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's right at 11. So I guess I'll take us home. Take us home. Yeah. So those of you listening or watching, if you want to find out more about us, you can text TIPS, T-I-P-S, to 63566. It will ping you back everything you could possibly want to know about Just the Tips coaching. Uh, you can get a copy of Adam's book, Just the Tips. You can um, find recent episodes of the show. You can find recent weekly little tips, our little tip that we put out every Monday. You can book a free hour of coaching with us, find out more about the Mile High Mastermind and Social Media Day Denver, which we'll gear up planning those again starting January 1st. So here we go. Try to, try to put that off as long as you can, aren't you? I, I'm giving myself one, one more month. Okay. Post-conference recovery time. Okay. Um, but yeah, so if you want to find out literally anything about us, text text to 63566. Very cool. All right. And as always, we are here Mondays at 1030 Mountain Time. I think I have that correct. And we will be back with another episode next week. I don't think we're taking a break just yet for the holidays. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. All right. I think we have two more episodes for the year. All right. And Beth, thank you again so much. Thank it, you. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and hopefully we'll get to do it again. Okay, thank you guys for having me. You bet. Don't run off. I'm going to run our extra, and we will see you guys next week.